Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Halijuku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture, mostly K-pop, but we dabble here and there and other places around over there where they make pop culture and music and whatnot. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, my brother, my pal, my technique partner, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? Doing well. I look weird because I'm trying to get all the things that are blue off of my main screen so I don't look like this. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're here. We're ha- we're hanging out. We're not blue. Uh, we're 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 doing well. Uh, and I talk about East Asian pop culture. Uh, of course, we start off every episode. Talk about what's new, what's going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Uh, Kaz, what do you got? What, what's what's caught your man? attention since we last gathered? Well, um, well, let's see. Oh, you took that other thing out. I was going to yeah, talk sorry. about that. But... <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so the boys from CN Blue, um, who we, we, we talked about, but we, hadn't, we haven't talked about them in a while. Um, released a new song called Cinderella, and it's actually relatively good. I really, really like it. Um, uh, it's I, I don't really know how to, how to classify it, and I don't really want to. I just I just want to. It's a good jam, man. It's a good jam worth checking out, and it's definitely something that that guitar I like pop. a lot. <laughs> like not mm-hmm. pop rock, but guitar pop. <laughs> yeah, guitar pop. Yeah, like instrument pop, band pop. Something like that. <laughs> but it's a real, I don't know, it's a real kind of sultry, kind of fun song. Uh, good beat, just kind of good little, like, I don't know, it's just really well put together. And I, I like CN Blue, and I'm glad that they're still putting out quality songs. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, I think, uh, it's a good quality, well-made like pop like uh in band pop song like yeah uh, i think it, it's it's nice it's a fun listen it's uh it's cool like i i i don't see it i don't know if it's gonna make my regular rotation but <laughs> but it's well made and, and and i like it it's uh it's cool to kind of see them doing their thing uh holding it down for fnc uh as other things go a little more haywire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Good on them. See them yeah. Hopefully, hopefully no, definitely Cinderella. Like, I don't know. I just, I just really genuinely, like, I looked, saw it, listened to it, enjoyed the fuck out of it. And, like, that was pretty much it. You know, like, it was just kind of one of those where you're just, like, it was just super simple to just like this song for some reason. So, I just, just did that. All right. Moving on, moving on to the next one. Um, we got a track from, um, we got a track from the boys at Highlight. Uh, this is uh, just this in Palo Alto called uh, "Cooler Than Cool," and it is just a fucking. It, it, it's a, a hip hop track with just so much fucking flavor to it. It's just so good. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where this one is so lyrical. Um. And it's so pointed that I I wish I could find and look up the lyrics. It's usually mm-hmm. you know, like this is very much it's around the lyrics. And if if I knew exactly what they were saying, generally I, I saw that the the theme is about uh, coolness and kind of having a front and you know your your public appearance and things like that. But like I would love yeah. to just see what like what the points they're making, what the wordplay is, things like that. That's that's I think I wish I had that. Or yeah, I need to get, I need, or or you know what? I need to get back to continuing to study my Korean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's on me. get back into actually learning. Um, but yeah, no, it's a very lyrical track, so it might be harder for those who who aren't that interested in just listening to Korean hip hop. Like if if you're kind of one of those people who like the tracks that are just more vibey and like, 
you don't really have to pay attention to it to get the meaning of it. You might not like this as much, but I still like this, even though I don't. I I don't I, I probably understand less than ninety percent of it. <laughs> like, even with that, I still enjoy the fuck out of it, just because I love I love good lyricism, and you can, you know when you hear good lyricism, and you just know when you hear like a good fucking track, and I just it's a good fucking track, and I'm just enjoying the fuck out of it. Yeah, uh, there, there's a lot to like on this, but I yeah I wanna I was, I was trying to look it up, uh, see if I find the lyrics, but I couldn't find much. I did find an article uh, describing it. I also found what could possibly just be a random bot-filled spam website. <laughs> but uh, they also they also have a they also have a track uh, on this uh, collaboration album uh, featuring Occasion called "Venny Beady Bitch." I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll go check it out. Like I said, it, it's. It, you know, sometimes it's kind of the the people that you're with that kind of define how you how you um, sound on a song. Like, okay, Asian might be one of those people. If you put him with somebody better, he might just sound better. Yeah. So, um, go, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm interested because this is this is an, an entire album of uh, Justice and uh, Palo Alto. Uh, Justice being the name of the rapper, Justice, uh, and Palo Alto. So I'm interested. Uh, it's gonna be inter- yeah. it's uh, gonna be interesting. I just wish I had them. I want I want to study the lyrics. You know, you know me. I want to I want to get in there. <laughs> study. Want to learn? Maybe we can find somewhere that just has the lyrics, and then just have to do our own translating. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be uh, rough. But yeah. All right. Um, all right, so uh, this is a track from PJ uh, featuring our boy Zionty called Nabia, and it's just one of these really stylized videos. If you if you look at the video, it has a like a bunch of animation going on and like a kind of a story in the in the animation that's happening, um, and it's really it's really fun. Like I, I fell in love with this because of the, the cool animation style, but the song is just it's it, it's a song with Zion T on it, so like, like chill. Come on, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good, <laughs> basically. Yeah, no, it's a, it's such a just fucking such a vibe fucking song. I don't know why I keep using vibe this week. All these songs have just given me a vibe, right? And like, this is just a vibe. Yeah. Um, trying to, uh, trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm sitting here like trying to decipher because like uh, the Nabia is uh is butterfly. You can see the, the butterfly, but I'm like there has to be another kind of play on words on this. And it's just I and I, I, don't know, I think it's just a butterfly, but it, yeah, it, there there's some butterfly visuals that happen throughout the 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 video. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it's a good song. So I mean, you, you, the freaking Zionty is fantastic. His vocals are really cool and fun, and like, uh, the the he fits this style of like cool chill hip hop really well. Uh, PJ, uh, does his part well. Like it's 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 a cool beat with really great really great vocals. Uh, you know, the art of the video is 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 fun. Um, I, I, I'm I'm wondering why he's chasing the the cat from Sailor Moon, but you know, <laughs> apparently it's supposed <laughs> to be a chick. <laughs> At least in this music video. Uh, but it's 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 fun. It, it's a cool, chill track. Uh, you know, it kind of like reminds me of like the the vibe it, it it's you get the the it's that vibe that Zion T loves to like wade in himself uh they kind of like you know, it's one of those things where it's like it, it you get into like his that space that he likes to inhabit is that like chill hip hop vibe which is really cool it's yeah always enjoyable um yeah uh so really cool stuff on there uh for my stuff as i take over 
Uh, I kind of took the the big one. We kind of buried the lead. It's almost like it's weird when I take the bait. It was one of the bigger like releases because then like I'm second. So it's like oh, we're gonna talk about these really chill hip hop tracks. Oh yeah, one of the biggest <laughs> one of the people from the biggest the labels releases uh in the middle of our A block. <laughs> uh, but Taman, your boy Taman from Shiny, who is uh who I've, I I think I've gone on record as one of my like one of the key one of those boy groups that i i really enjoy uh mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. one of the legendary boy groups uh at this point uh great career Taman has historically put out really cool like interesting bombastic music uh that i've enjoyed uh generally so when he you know he, he put out these teasers it was coming back. It was coming out with a new track. Coming out with this track, "Move." I was excited, uh, and it certainly lived up to the hype for me. Uh, Taman, "Move," uh, musically, and I think a little bit in the style of uh, quite a bit of the style of the video. Very much going for an '80s synth like vibe, synth wave. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting synth wave in our K-pop, which is crazy. Uh, like. I think you know Kavinsky's gonna like fucking uh, produce a, a, a fucking Red Velvet track, you know. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it's so cool and like, like, like I said, bombastic, kind of daring. Taman just like he he doesn't t- he doesn't do half measures <laughs> in his style, like he. <laughs> Ain't no half stepping when it comes to taming, uh, and it's like the the vibe and the style of of him in this video and kind of like his his presence and intensity uh, is awesome. the The music is so cool, um, and so it's so such a good song. I think like uh, the the performance you see the performance videos he put out the mu- regular music video. He also put out a couple of performance videos. One where he's like, uh, it's just the straight performance uh, shots called the solo yeah. version. And then like a kind of a duet, like duo version, which is like him and one of the dancers uh, playing off of each other. Um, but it's so cool. And I think like the only thing I've seen anybody criticize the song about is not having like a knockout punch moment. Uh, but I don't think it really needs it. <laughs> like, I think it does just fine, uh, with what it, what it creates, I think style wise, uh, and pace wise. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what did you think Kaz? I mean, I enjoyed it and, and I, I think the song just is just like you said, right? It, it's, it's Taman's thing to not really kind of half step and i think it's it 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 could almost kind of be to the detriment of what that person is saying to make sure that the song is really balanced right like this song is so well balanced that there's no fall off but there's no like really super high point in it but i think there's nothing wrong with that at the same time, right? I think that's that's fine. I think it it does well for itself to kind of do what it's doing here, to just kind of be this really well balanced track that that he just plays off of a really good beat and really good vocals with with a good style, and it just sounds so. It just sounds good. Like and I don't know. Just that's how I viewed it. Also, you get a nice. Uh... A nice view of his tiny nipples, uh, right in the <laughs> middle of the video. The man, the man has some, uh, has his nipples. Does have some good abs too. Gotta give him that. He's he's, he's in shape. The man mm-hmm. is a masculine physique. Um, yeah, such a good song. Uh, so enjoyable. Check out all the the performance video uh, videos. It's such a cool like. Uh, performance and feel like I'm looking forward to checking out the whole video, uh, the whole album, <laughs> uh, as as a as the budding Shawol uh, that I am. <laughs> uh, 
I think I have I basically I've been for for a while now. Uh, it is fantastic. Um, but yeah, moving on. Um, speaking of people we've talked about multiple times on the show, uh, we got we have new femme. I'm get we're I'm, I'm, that was the Korean part. Now I'm gonna get Japanesey. Uh, for the next couple songs, uh, Femme are back in a different yeah, way. Yeah, the girls from Femme. Yeah. Um. Well, it's very '80s, right? It's like yes. a very '80s kind of like, 80s, like 90s, Japanese yeah. pop thing, but it yeah. still has that Femme like thing to it, right? Yeah. Like in all the right ways, and it just it plays up so well. Like, holy shit, gotta love um, it. Yeah, so I'm gonna. Um, I, I think I've tried. I'm gonna. Okay. Samishi. Samishi ne taigo. Taigo? Samishi ne taigo? I believe it's the name of the song. I'm gonna let uh, Google uh, Translate do a better job of it in one second. Uh, yeah, Google, go ahead and do it for me. Samishi ne taigo. There you go. So I'll go check. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a song by uh, by nineties. Uh, uh, I believe nineties. Uh, a J pop group, Wink. Uh, mm-hmm. So and it very much like I think if, if one of the biggest takeaways like of the video is that like people watch this video not know not having much context is like wow, femme are moving weirdly fluid. <laughs> weirdly human like <laughs> but what it is is that they're it's almost like yeah you could say that femme is moving more human like or they're they're taking the original choreography and making it for more femme like uh yeah which is what they're doing which is that it's uh they're doing the exact same choreography but you know a little bit more like them like a little bit more femme like a little bit more robotic yeah that's what i like like that that's what a good cover is right is is you take the song and then you make it you make it your own right like you just make it your own flavor yeah i think it works really well and it's super fun and i love uh i love them i love everything that they do uh i want to check out this album it's apparently got a couple cameos by fakey members uh and a few other they're like a crew that they their friends that they hang out with uh so uh I want to check out the album. It's, it seems really cool. Uh, it releases, I guess. You can see, you can get it on CD and cassette tape on October twenty fifth. The album <laughs> that is the eighties, nineties J pop revival. Uh, it also released uh, t- uh, today, as we are recording on the eighteenth. Uh, not to date this recording, but uh, but uh it's digitally available out there so go check it out it's on spotify itunes uh you can find it but go check it out it's it's fun uh bring back old school j-pop that i have no context for but i would love to to dive in on um yeah because japan has a big market and a lot of classic uh j-pop music uh maybe uh i'm gonna see if uh yeah, you got give give yourself uh some more '80s Japanese music that isn't part of uh the Yakuza Zero soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Femme, awesome. Uh, all right. Speaking of like crews, uh, we have the like the we have a kind of a super group of sort, uh, Saint Sex, uh, with the track Whack as Fuck. Uh, Saint Sex is a, this song is, uh, so Saint Sex, I always forget, so it's, uh, B, B, Bish, Bish, it's members from Bish, uh, Bish, uh, and another group, uh, Bish, Bish, and Gang Parade, uh, united to make, mm-hmm. uh, the song called Black as Fuck, they're part of the same, like, collective, uh, this is, a fun track uh it's not the most inventive but like it's it's a fun track it's a fun pace to the track it kind of has one speed and that's go <laughs> uh that's for sure uh it doesn't really let up uh and but that makes it for a pretty fun experience uh if i were to knock it it also the relentlessness kind of 
makes for some sameness. <laughs> it just kind of like there's there's like a, it, it's it doesn't really like I feel like there's any like a different you can't point out to like different parts of the song, but it's still a really fun track and still really the still the fun. one thing it did to me and and this is kind of a thing I've noticed with people nowadays is they have this problem with a lot of Japanese songs that have really powerful female vocals is it always sounds like an anime theme (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it sounds like a theme to an anime yeah i think because there's there's a signature j-pop vocal style uh just like there's a signature western pop vocal style now there's like different like styles that you kind of fall into uh and K-pop as well, like, but uh, because it's so unique and different from what we are, like, we have that context. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. It's it's the the rock music, it was rock instrumentals, uh, powerful vocals, uh, getting you pumped up for uh, for the regional championships of of uh, I don't know, go <laughs> like for the like. All right. What, 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 you can, what kind of anime? What what would be the anime that this would be the theme song to? This is just like that that friendship like anime. Like this is such like a. It, it feels like it would be a battle anime, but it's like in the part where like two people realize they're friends and they're training together. Yeah. <laughs> if we can get through 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 this together. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh I agree. But overall, still a cool track. I don't know. Did you have any other thoughts on the on the track? I mean, I liked it. I still enjoyed the fuck out of it. It's weird that they're eating burgers at the end. I don't get that at all. Yeah, like that just either. that part made no sense to me. Uh, uh but yeah. And that and I also kinda just want to go through now and check out these groups, you know, because yeah. they also have really interesting like appeals to them. Like the 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 different people from these groups like i I like their costumes and i like uh some people's vocals more than others so now i kind of want to go check out their individual groups and see what i think about them and this is the great thing about something like this right is now it opens me up to wanting to go check out a bunch of other stuff yeah like beach which is a pretty pretty uh, like established group and like uh uh, which I've I've even I've seen their name quite a few times in different uh, in different uh, contexts, and I, I've been you know I, I I've been wanting to go ahead and check them out. So like yeah, I'm I'm gonna end up like all right, let's go check out some beach. Let's go check out some gang parade. Uh, go back check out beast. Uh, their this their incarnation and any previous ones like uh, yeah. Yeah, go check it out. Uh, Saint I like, Six. I like uh, I like thugged out Japanese girls. They're they're always yeah. fun because they have <laughs> yes. a very sp- like s- specific style. Because it's yeah. still kind of cute, but it's just like also I will hit you with a baseball bat, and it's yeah. just like <laughs> all right, down with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like all of the like in this video they all have that style, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's probably not all the styles of these groups individually. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like all these girls would hit me with a baseball bat, so I'm worried for my safety. Uh, <laughs> uh, so a random other thing. Uh, so we've talked about we we talked briefly about Amaki Sally. Uh, she's taken the world by storm. It's just she's like uh, yeah. in our weird Amika like, Squat squat squat. Uh, dabbing on them haters. Uh, <laughs> And you know, live streaming awesome things, and you know, still being that hilarious, like still doing that hilarious thing where she jumps from like uh quintessential J pop girl to chick from LA, like you know, like twenty yeah. like young girl from LA. Like she's LA as hell. Like when she's in English mode. Uh and it's hilarious. Uh but so their pop her popularity apparently uh, made of the uh made aks who's uh the management for 227 which is the group she is from uh, part of the kind of the idol group slash acting group because it's part of, it's going to be like an anime that they're all voicing voice acting for 
but they're also going to be idols. It's going to it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting. It's uh, a very interesting project. It, it's, AKB kind of did it in the other way around. Like they were idols, and then they also put out an an, a, a couple of anime stuff. Yeah. At some point, but this is kind of going to be this all at once kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so twenty two seven with Bokuwa Sunsai Shiten Shiten Nakata. Uh, Shiten Nakata. I think, yeah. Uh, it's kind. Of, uh, the song itself, kind of a bog standard J-pop song. Not super exciting, but well done. Like well done. But it's it's interesting. Like the 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 like uh, the one like a couple of things that are interesting. A the fact that they're putting out this and they put out the full music video for the world to see, which is crazy. Uh, B like how much was like tied into this anime and C like the fa- like how like the, the the visual style of the of this anime uh which makes me think of uh like the immediately thing the immediate thing I thought of and I don't know if it's exactly like it but the immediate thing that I've thought of was Knights of Sidonia uh mm-hmm. I don't know it, it's it's maybe it's just the fact that it's 3D but you know uh like cell shaded 3D animation but it gave me that vibe like if you if you if you put if you took love live and knights of sidonia and you you put them together uh or if the knights of sidonia team uh got a hold of a love live episode that that think them more like that uh but other than that it's just interesting that they that they released it i don't know well, did you have thoughts on the on this um yeah, it kind of has that that like 3D thing to it. I, I I tend to not be super fond of the 3D like anime things because they're always just kind of weird, um, and they just I don't know they just never feel that fluid. You know, they just never feel. I don't know. They just never have the Except same the feel dance. as like <laughs> like yeah. yeah. It has that thing where like it feels like the the 3D dancing parts of Love Live. Uh, which is a show I actually watched the first season of, uh, but uh, but all of it done that way, which is makes for a kind of awkward thing because like it doesn't work for like just walking around where you don't have like because you're not gonna motion cap uh, just walking around and in this in like a uh, and, and and posing and, and looking at things, so you're just gonna animate those. So they're not going to look as good as the motion capture and stuff because the, the the dancing is that's all mocap I I presume or performance capture I presume yeah uh which of course makes it a lot more fluid but like yeah uh, I don't know uh other shows can go in more in depth if they feel like on the anime and stuff like that I just thought it was cool that uh this whole Amaki Sally phenomenon was <laughs> like. Uh, oh hey, you know the world, the, the the rest of the world is is digging on this girl. Like, let's put out the song. Uh, right. I just hope the management doesn't pay too much attention as to what she's talking about on her live broadcast in English. I, I'm, I'm sure they have, and I'm sure like they've just kind of been like, all right, you know, it's going in a in a good direction, and you're pulling in a fan base doing it. So let's just you know keep it up, you know. Because people are eating this shit up. Like, people are, love the fuck out of her. So yeah. I'd be like, yo, let's get her in front of more cameras. <laughs> like, yeah. That's called money. <laughs> right. just, they're, they're trying to make money. That's, that's just the way it is. Uh, fuck yeah. We're all just trying to That's how money. I'd be. I ain't shit. I'd be like, all right, yo, look. This is a money maker, and we're just sitting on it right now. Yeah. Like, people are into this girl. Like, we got to get this out here. Uh, so... All the best to to Maki Sally, and all the best to all the rest of the girls. Uh, hopefully, it all goes well. Uh, that's it for the the what's new. We're gonna transition over to our headlines. Uh, not 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 a, not a fun headlines for me, but should be some interesting discussion. So go join us over there now, won't you? <laughs>
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the headlines. Talk about some topical topics, things going on in the world of research and pop culture. And whatnot. Um, kind of a big, <laughs> big somber moment for me. This resident so-on of the group. Resident so-on of the podcast. Uh, big things. Inevitable things, and probably not surprising things, but big things and big changes. Uh, Girls' Generation Soo Young, Sahyun, and Tiffany reportedly leaving uh, SM agency response to disbandment concerns. Um, so it was so they they their contracts were up. Girls' Generation had contract negotiations. Uh, there was some tomfoolery and horse horse apples and. Horseshit from uh from uh SM uh sending some uh, sending Taeyeon uh out without uh management or security detail uh and like there there was some very obvious like negotiation tactics from SM uh and there was a lot of back and forth and and uh concerned uh but it seems that three members have uh, decided to uh, well the SM Entertainment uh said. Source told Yonhap News, three, three members have decided to end their contracts. Girls' Generation will remain as it is as a team, but in the case of them being under different agencies, the participation will be realistically become difficult. However, mem- the members are still in discussion about what the what decision will be made. There's a lot of, like, uh, let's not say something. Let's not say something until we have to say something, which is classic yeah. hip-hop. But... Um, but- they're not saying it's over, but it, but and it it doesn't have to it, it doesn't have to be right because we've talked about the possibility before of keeping something going even though you're not on the same agency, which was just meaning more limited releases, and you'd have to spread the money out further, right? And it'd be possible, but. I don't know, but it's going to be possible with SM. Yes, it would be very hard. Like, like, yeah, but you know, and and, and I don't know many people in that industry that would be cool with that. You know, I don't know many people in any industry that that would be that would be cool with that. You know, but it's it's hard. It's it's hard, right? It's just hard to say, like, um. I don't know. It's just it's really hard to say like how you could go about that. Yeah. Um. So uh, as they kind of prepare, uh, Su Young uh, is reportedly in talks with uh, with the new agencies. It's going to be supposedly, allegedly, uh, Echo Global Group, which is uh, Daniel Henney's uh, agency. You know who he is, an actor. Uh-huh. Obviously, more of an acting. Uh, Agency also Claudia Kim, uh, she of Avengers Two fame, uh, and a few other things, uh, especially in Korea, uh, including like movies like Monster and Brain things like that. Uh, so she's you should that which kind of verifies that she, you know she's like all right, well time to like time to get get in dive into what I've already been establishing with my acting career. Um, Tiffany supposedly is going to go. She's studying in America, which is kind of just a boilerplate answer. But she's probably just going, going, hanging out at home, you know, <laughs> and probably uh, just chilling out. Uh, they, she was already spotted in uh, a couple, at least one place in LA on some some store's uh, Instagram page. Uh, so she's probably going to be doing her fashion thing. And her modeling thing out of L.A., uh, which is which is uh, not a bad to, to play, not a bad home base to do all that. Uh, but uh, it's it's going to be hard to tell what this actually foretells for for Sonia Shade. You know, it just it's yeah. it's going to be it's going to be different. It's going to be weird. It's going to be hard for for me as as a you know, like I said, I'm a I'm a I'm a someone, you know, Girls' Generation was like one of the gateway drugs. That, I mean, 
obviously first started with Kaz sending me uh, random G Dragon music videos, but then like <laughs> I knew it was deep. I knew it was in when I realized I was watching, and I think I've told this told the story before. I was I realized I was uh, watching all the episodes of Girls Generation Hello Baby, and I thought. Am I sitting here watching an entire run of a show where it's girls' generation babysitting? Yeah. Oh well, I guess I'm in this. <laughs> I guess this is my this is this is me now. This is this is my lifestyle. Uh, this is who I am. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, it's going to be interesting going forward. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, good things. Hopefully, things work out. But it's going to be hard to say. Um, uh, any last thoughts on? No, I just it's you know it it feels sad you know, and I I understand why, but it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be, you know. It, it, it here at least they're ending on their own terms more or less in in a way, yeah. rather than and it, you know it's it's kind of been going that way right like they've all been doing this stuff for so long and and they all want to start doing their own things and it doesn't necessarily mean that's good or bad in any way you know it just it just stays what it is um whereas like for 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 me right in my shit the the bad part is like i've been wanting to fucking you know fucking 21 ended on a bad for me yeah and 21 ended on on well, it, it just kind of fizzled out, and then just like Bleh. it ended on YG bullshit, <laughs> yeah, on on that classic YG bullshit. But this is, you know, I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a beautiful send off, but it's just kind of like a regular how things happen if if it's a send off. But we don't know, um, we don't know because at least for these three members they left on on terms that are probably a lot more amicable than Jessica. <laughs> uh so it I think if if any formulation of the group involving like former members can like make it work it'd probably be this these eight. Mm-hmm. Uh or it could lead to just uh getting to t- see Tiffany hang out with Jessica all the time. <laughs> Which would be hilarious. Uh, see Tiffany at Blank and Eclair events. Uh, also, Tiffany is going to be in LA. You know, who knows? We might run into Tiffany at TwitchCon. Um, I might run into t- t- Tiffany at TwitchCon. Sorry. <laughs> uh, not at TwitchCon. She, she's not going to be at TwitchCon. <laughs> you don't know but, that? Maybe she'd start a, a new career as a yeah, streamer. I, I, I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say that. Mia Khalifa, Mia Khalifa is the streamer now. So, <laughs> uh, so you yeah. never know. You never know. They have IRL never streaming. Uh, so all walks of life, which is really cool uh, about Twitch. Uh, so yeah. Um, this next thing, it's it's so we don't really do dating rumors or dating news or anything like that. No, uh, un- unless this, uh, except unless there's some craziness involved in it or something exceptional, uh, but this one was was kind of this was kind of cool in the way that it happened and the way that Luhan kind of just uh, had the guts had the had the cojones uh, to say you know Luhan confirms relationship with famous actress Guang Xiaotong I think. Uh, that's how you say the name. Uh, Quan Shotong. Uh, I'll I'll figure out the pronunciation in a moment. But uh, yeah, on his Weibo account, Luhan went ahead and confirmed his relationship with the actress, saying, "Hello, everyone. Let me introduce my girlfriend." And he added her, uh, <laughs> which is phenomenal. Uh, so you absolutely man, man. Uh, he's pretty big in 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 China, from by all accounts, and she's really big. Uh, she's one of the big, I guess, uh, four Dan actresses. Uh, one of the the most bankable young actresses, uh, like, uh, yeah. in China, she's right up there. 
uh other generations so it's like this is this is crazy and like he even went so far as to ask his uh fans what to wear on a date with her it's like you you gotta you gotta applaud the guts and the well and the the cojones of luhan uh it's almost like i i I admire it because it's almost like you know just like instead of uh instead of trying to be all like having the tabloids discover you or or you know have it turn into a thing just get out ahead of it get ahead Mm -hmm. of the story as we talked about on the show get ahead of the story i mean and it's it's i'm sure he's fucking happy to be with her and she is with him so it's just like yo fuck that like i'm not gonna let anybody else talk about you know our shit yeah he's it's it's really cool and i i I admire him for for uh being proud of of being in a relationship uh and trusting you know what trusting his fans to understand uh though if i if i if you don't want to be angry at crazy uh fans don't read the comments on either these articles uh, as they've confirmed some craziness drama. So just let yourself believe that his fans are okay with it. Just yeah. don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't, don't read any further. Um, but yeah, speaking of crazy fandoms, <laughs> uh, this article is, uh, was uh, brought courtesy of uh, Roberto Viegas. I want Vincent 404 who found this article and posted it on his social media um it's also formatted in a weird that thing that doesn't show up on my freaking scene uh fukuoka man fukuoka man uh faces charges for illegally dumping hundreds of akb48 cds let's just let that stop there and let that sink in this is you know Stop there. Let it happen. Um, the Fukuoka Prefecture Police have filed charges against a man in his 30s from Daisaifu, uh, Fukuoka Prefecture, who allegedly illegally discarded 585 CDs of the girl group, girls' uh, pop group uh, AKB48 on a mountain. It was on Tuesday. Uh, the police turned over the pro- to the prosecutor's office Monday their case against the man whose name was not disclosed. Uh, the man reportedly admitted uh, discarding the seeds on the mountain in the city and told investigators he did not know he didn't what to do with them after obtaining the voting tickets they contained for the pop group's annual popularity poll. Discarding of AKB48 CDs has recently become an issue as many such cases were recorded after yearly polls with more fans buying loads of CDs of the same single just for the sake of getting the right to vote several times. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, in case you want to understand how fandoms, uh, how uh, high CD sales does not equal <laughs> mainstream relevance, <laughs> high physical media sales. Yeah. No, does this not is the thing equal. we've talked about, right? Is the record label want CD sales, right? Because that means something to them. Producing a physical Money. product and then having a physical sale, right? Whereas for the fans, it doesn't mean anything. So then you have to you add these incentives of like, oh, if you buy if enough people buy this CD, you know, and with all the incentives that AKB has of of what your purchase means for the group. Right. Because you're not just supporting the group. You're you're usually favoring your one girl. Right. So it's if you buy this version of the CD, that girl gets pushed forward and she'll be in the music video, you know, and there's all these other things that go to it. So that CD doesn't mean anything to the fans except for what its purchasing power means in being able to vote and push their favorite person forward. So then they'll just buy a bunch of the fucking CDs just so that they can use that voting power and that's it, right? And that's all they want to do is use their voting power. And it's just, it's silly. Uh, it's silly. Also, uh, the top comment kind of puts a good point. Uh, he's got the money to spend on 585 CDs, but not the 800 yen or so the city's recycle center will charge for oversized trash. 
<laughs> he didn't know what to do. He was confused, man. All right, don't don't you dare I, talk I, about I, my I man should, like that. I should I shouldn't put too much high uh, c- uh, mental capacity expectations on Wotas. like this. Uh, Rude. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just it's just. Uh, like I, I understand how it happens, but come on, man. Come on, man. Get my Monday Now countdown on. Come on, man. Um, Get your shit together. Um, Yeah. Speaking of crazy fans. <laughs> use that segue twice in a row. Uh, K-pop sassings, uh, sassings, uh able to get flight uh, and seat information yeah, for around $30. Favorites. Uh, Sawsings of K-pop groups have now managed to easily acquire flight information and seat information on idols. If they just, uh, if they have just thirty dollars in a Twitter account, according to an investigation by JTBC, uh, to test how difficult this would be, a JTBC reporter attempted to find out flight details of a famous idol group who had a performance abroad. Uh, the reporter began by direct messaging a Twitter account, which she heard could provide the information. She received the reply: "Flight information is thirty thousand won." Uh, seed information is 20,000 won uh, per member. Uh, as soon as she sent the money, that she received the information. The whole process took less than an hour. The problem appears to be that it's not Sassings uh, who are leaking the information, but just opportunists within the airline companies themselves. Uh, of course. Uh, source from, sources from airlines have speculated that since details include seed information have been released, uh, the people behind these leaks are airlines insiders. A source from Incheon International Airport said since seed information is a target on personal privacy, the airline corporation can't know anything about it. Uh, obviously, the issue with this is less annoying fans who want to take pictures of idols and more of a security risk, and at least a concern about whether investigations need to be conducted on those grounds. Regardless, saucings continue to be amazingly creepy. Um, this is not shocking, nor surprising, but disappointing. Uh, I, I just was surprised it was only 30 bucks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, cause you know, you got, there, there's, there's volume. There's, there's a lot of sauce things out there. Uh, I don't know. They, they, they could, they could gouge these fans for a lot more. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but that's not the point. Y'all bitches be crazy. Yeah, but see, people feed into it, right? There's some dude yeah. out there that works for the, a company or lady works for a company and it's like, yeah, I can make fucking $30 a pop on this info, you know? <laughs> and they're, so, so they're preying on that opportunity and it's fucked up. Like, like it is. No. But, hey, they're however much richer. <laughs> $30 richer. Okay, that's ramen for like a week. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's three nights at a three nights at that uh, at the all you can eat barbecue place uh, uh, underneath my uh, underneath the uh, the office stall I stayed at. <laughs> uh yeah, get that on. Um, I don't know. Like this, it's it's aggravating when uh when these performers and performers and artists that that i'm a, ba- a fan of are like are subject to this bullcrap because it's like it's scary <laughs> it's scary it, it's it's it legitimately scary like it, it, we can all make fun and make silliness but it's legitimately scary to kind of have your privacy almost basically be non-existent <laughs> like because uh a like uh, your you know your agency Fovenza, uh a fandom culture that is this obsessive and b because some opportunistic person decided to just uh prey on 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 that for their own money money gain uh, yeah I, I mean it's just it is what it is it's it's just always gonna be that thing so yeah. hopefully i mean hopefully there are some investigations. You know, and it leads to something, but it's hard to say that it will. I mean, it's hard to really believe it will. You never know. 
You never know what, what could happen. Um, yeah. Speaking of performing abroad, uh, not up performing abroad. Uh, South by Southwest is. I'm not going to say just around the corner, but a few months away. Fast approaching. Fast approaching. Um, we're fi- We're getting close to it. We're approaching it. Uh, we can tell because we got our first announcement of showcasing artists. Uh, of course, we're talking about it for one particular type of artist, uh, and that's East Asian artists uh, on this list. Uh, so let's get to it. Uh, as, uh, as far as Korean artists, there's one obvious, a uh, big uh, one that a uh, big get, uh, which is Jay Park. Jay Park is making a return appearance uh, to uh, South by Southwest. Uh, no word yet as if he's going to be in K-pop Night Out or any particular shows, but he is going to be bringing, I believe, at least a couple artists from uh, Higher Music uh, in AOMG. Uh, so as far as like. Korean artists, as I do control F and type Korea. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got Sifika. Sifika. Uh, who's a singer songwriter? Uh, uh, we got Keith Ape. Keith Ape. J uh, uh, Park, of course. We got Luna Lee. Uh, who's a, who's Lee. a, a Gaia Goom uh, prodigy. Uh, who else? We got uh, PH1. Seisumi, which I think you just said, right? You said Seisumi, right? Uh, no, not yet. So I'm going alphabetical. Oh. Seisumi is there. Uh, PH1, who I believe is, yeah, Higher Music. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Seisumi, Shike, of course, higher, of Higher Music. Shiki, Shike. Uh, Sing Shiki. Sing, who's a band. Sing Sing. A, Sing Sing, uh, which is a very cool, interesting uh, band. Uh, which I, I think uh, I'm gonna dive further into and try to check out. Um, Woody Go Child. Uh, yeah, Woody Go Child. As far as for Korean, uh, which is I believe another band. No, Higher Music. Woody Go Child is another Higher Music artist. So it's gonna be a Higher Music showcase or something involving with Higher Music J Park's label. Um, yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of other just international, really cool international acts. There's yeah. a bunch of J, uh, I was going to say J pop, Japanese artists. Uh, uh, J- Yamazaki the, and Route 14. JP the Wave. JP the Wave. Joji. DYGL, uh, Joji. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so just a lot of stuff for, for definitely for people to check out. Like if you're into the East Asian pop culture and just other shit from other countries to check out too. There's stuff from Chinese. Malaysia, France. Uh, Canada, Mexico, fucking all over. Like so, like it's it, yeah. really kind of a cool thing. Super expensive, yeah. yes. Um, it can be expensive to be it, there. Don't buy a badge. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video, but one thing I can tell mm-hmm. you: you don't need a badge unless you're an industry yeah. insider looking to network. You don't need a fucking badge. Badges are ex- yeah. are expensive. You know why? Because they exist to be expensed or written off on taxes. <laughs> like that's literally that's uh, what uh, badges exist for. To be expensed, and that's why they can make them so expensive. Uh, but yeah, don't get a badge. If anything, if you know somebody in Austin, and you know you're going to check out a bunch of shows, like if uh, if it's not conflicting with K-pop Night Out, there's Japan Night, which is a fantastic independent Jap- Japanese music uh, show. Uh, there's Nerdcore Night. There's a bunch of other showcases that you can randomly stumble in upon. Sometimes they have free food. You know, free food and drinks, like, uh, and you know you're gonna go to a bunch of shows. Don't want to pay a bunch of covers. You can just get a band, a wristband. If you know somebody in Austin, or if you're gonna book a hotel, uh, you can book it through uh, uh, Southwest themselves, and that lets you be eligible to buy a wristband. Uh, so that's a couple of ways. Again, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a video to kind of like go into detail on all those things and where you can find everything. Uh, so look out for that. Probably do it after I come back from TwitchCon, so it's going to be a little bit. Uh, but yeah, go check that out. Uh, I, I'm gonna link, obviously in the show notes on the page. We'll have the link to the page on South by Southwest with all the showcasing artists. So far, there will be more. These aren't the only showcasing artists. They're gonna announce them in waves. Uh, so the chances are, and 
there's going to be more artists, especially K-pop artists, because there's going to be another K-pop night out. So there's going to be more K-pop artists uh, to announce for that. Um, so look out for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, any any particular artist you're particularly intrigued by? I mean, it's my boy Trey Park. Yeah. You know. That's yeah, sure. cool. No, yeah, I think but... I think it's just going to kind of be a cool showcase, and I'm and I'm glad there's going to kind of be this this thing of like because like we talked about before, it's, it was going to be kind of weird with all the stuff that happened in Korea to have Korean artists come over, and last year seemed to still be pretty good. So this year it seems like it's it's still going to be really good and and maybe this is kind of the future of it to have like one big name person and then they bring kind of all these people under them uh which i think would just be like a really cool way to do that and then hopefully we get to have some more yeah. actual okay. k-pop idol groups come again because I, I i i know we don't want a lot of them to come but having one or two come i think is always f- cool and interesting yeah, like I still like I mean I could speculate. Like I, I still think Card is a prime candidate. So they're mm-hmm. still they're all they're they're all ready tour. Obviously I've I uh almost feel like I almost feel like we should do a I don't know, not not today, but a, a talks about my experience at uh at the card show. I do have yeah. do have a couple of stories to tell. But uh they make for a great show and like there's some you know there's some like you know artists that you can bring that could have some really great international appeal like EXID, um, uh, because last year they had they had Red Velvet which is fantastic. You can have yeah. Uh, yeah this, is, this is so many people to choose from like uh, that have a, have a presence uh, internationally or that don't They're just showcase uh, great at that showcase. So we'll see. So wait and see. We'll get more announcements. We'll talk about it as they come out. So look forward to that. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode of Hallyujuku. That brings us to the end of another fantastic episode. Kaz, what what do you got going on in the world? Did Skype just crash? Hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, well. All right. Kaz. What do you got going on in your world, in your sphere? Uh, stuff. I don't know anymore, man. (laughs) I'm just here at this moment. That's all I got. This moment, in this world, in this life. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to figure out what's going on with him, he's at King Kaz. Uh, cause honestly, he would like to figure out what's going on with him as well. I mean, I would like to go figure out what's going on with me. We're all just trying to figure out what's going on with ourselves, man. Um, but he's at King Kaz. I'm at Petey Rave. The show is Hallyujuku. We're at Hallyujuku.com, KPopPodcast.com. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on Twitch, on YouTube. We're places doing things. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Subscribe, like, share. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Annyeong. Fighting. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>